0: We are all in bloom, each day growing, flourishing, changing, each moment, through the mundane, the seemingly insignificant. Through the heartbreaking and uplifting, motherhood shapes us. It all contributes to your
1: story, our story. Join us as we talk all things motherhood, birth, babies, family life, faith, and more. We're just two mamas that run on coffee, live for Jesus, and are passionate about mamas living fully. This is Life in Bloom.
0: Hello friends and welcome back to this week's episode of the Life in Bloom podcast. I'm your host Faith and I'm Leah and today we are going to talk all about expectations and when they fall short. We know that the holidays are right around the corner and with it, there's an added pressure of curating a peaceful, magical, memory-making time with your family. There are the Christmas family photos, the baking of cookies, the holiday crafts, the matching pajamas, the planning of menus, the picking of gifts, the scheduling of all the family holiday celebrations. Even the most well-intentioned among us, the ones that just love the memory-making the holidays bring can plan and prepare and produce the very best, but then nothing turns out quite as we expected. We are let down, our plans foiled, and our unmet expectations can leave us feeling angry, bitter, and frustrated. Feelings far from the heart of what this season is all about. So today we're going to talk about how we can be rooted when expectations fall short, where the pressure and expectation we feel often comes from, and how we can have a good, not perfect, holiday season no matter what. So Leah, have you ever felt the weight of your expectations falling short in
1: your motherhood? Yes, uh, pretty much every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, we have this this picture of what we want our kids to, to act like and how, what the kind of mother that we like strive to be. And like I, I, there are some good days where I meet those expectations expectations or my children you know aren't acting crazy but for the most part my expectations fall short every day whether it's because of my children fighting from the minute they wake up until the minute they go to sleep (laughs) about things that don't matter or you know I lost my temper wasn't as patient as I wanted to be that day or not as motivated as I wanted to be I just feel like Pretty much every day I go to bed thinking, man, I could have done just a little bit better. And my expectations of myself just fall short.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. Like every day there's something that I was expecting to go a certain way in my motherhood with my children and it definitely didn't go that way. So I think for me, I often just expect too much of my kids Like, I expect them to be neat and tidy the way that I want them to be or them not to argue constantly or their obedience to be, oh, second nature. Mm -hmm. Like, mom said don't do this, so I'm going to stop. I just expect that. And when it doesn't happen the first time or the right way, I often just feel completely let down. And Mm -hmm. I can often let it just ruin the day when I really shouldn't do that because I think about how God with us as his children, I know I fail him and I let him down all the time. So I think about the grace that he has for me and how I need to extend that for my my
1: kids as well. Right. Um, I feel like we, exp- I mean, me personally, I sometimes forget that my kids are kids, mm-hmm. especially with my middle child, Nora. She's um, two years younger than my oldest. And her that poor girl, like... I just automatically just associate her needing to act the same way that her sister acts. And I lump her into that same category. And it hurts my feelings to say it because I shouldn't do it. But I have the same expectations for Nora that I do for Natalie. And that's really not fair. Like, developmentally, they are not on the same page. And so it's so easy for me to treat them and expect the same things from them. And that's just, like, not something... That, that's not good I really actually need to work on that a little bit more and remember she is two years developmentally behind her sister and so my expectations of her shouldn't be the same yeah. and I feel bad I mean I guess that's just like your middle child well, that syndrome really,
0: <laughs> well yeah that's really funny that you mentioned because now that you say that I think I do the same thing with mine so I have a five-year-old daughter and a four-year newly four-year-old daughter so uh, my oldest is almost six, so they're nearly two years apart, too. Um, and I do the same mm-hmm. thing. And I've always thought, like, when we added our third, like, oh, this is just like a middle child thing. But it's probably me expecting too much of my new four-year-old mm-hmm. because that's a hard that's a hard age.
1: And I think because they're both girls, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I look, I, it's really become apparent to me looking at Natalie and how much she's matured in the last like years since starting first grade, like she her maturity, she still has her moments, of course, but her maturity and what she's learned has just, I mean, it's it blows my mind. So then to remember like Nora is still two years from that point and she is not at the same level. And um, I think just adjusting my thought process in terms of they're not adults. They're not going to react how we're going to react, especially when we're... Asking them to do something that's like outside of their normal routine Mm -hmm. and then expecting them not to behave differently. I feel like I have I'm guilty of that. Like just wanting them to not act crazy, even though even though that's what their nature is, I guess they're they're still learning.
0: Yeah. So I feel like from what we both have answered is that maybe we should just like lower the expectations (laughs) for our day to day motherhood. And then, like, you know, it might, well, we're going to have some awesome days. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just natural. We just tend to, you know, set the bar a little bit too high. uh, But we can always adjust that. But do you feel an added weight of expectations around the holiday time that things should look or go a certain way?
1: Absolutely. I feel like there's so much pressure, especially, you know, in this world of social media where we're scrolling and we see, you know, so-and-so's family at the tree farm and it looks really idyllic and beautiful and stuff and then you take your family to the tree farm (laughs) like I did and um it, it, it was cold we were all dressed weather appropriately but of course one of my children just literally whined the entire time. Like, Mm -hmm. my sock's falling down in my boot and my hands are cold and my nose is cold and I have to go to the bathroom even though you told me to go to the bathroom right before we left and I'm bored and why can't we find a tree? And I was just like, really? Like, this is supposed to be fun. (laughs) This is not, I was just like, this is not like a punishment and you're acting like I'm punishing you because I wanted to have this family fun day at the tree farm (laughs) and it's not family fun right now. But then I'm like, okay, so that was my bad for having that expectation of this is what it's going to be like. And even though it's like, you know, snowing and freezing, my kids aren't going to act like they're cold and their boots, their socks falling down in their boot. And, you know, that was, we, I put that pressure on myself in the holidays to make something, to make things special. When really, I should be looking at, maybe even just looking at, what my children think is special instead of what I think is special because my idea of special is is probably not the same as theirs. So maybe they didn't want to go to the tree farm, even though I did. Um, Maybe they would have rather just got an artificial tree. You know, like, I think getting input from our kids as they get older in terms of what is important to them during the holidays can kind of help combat that high expectations during the holiday.
0: I think that's so good. Like, I love like you wanting to ask them like what makes Christmas feel special to you or whatever holiday is, what makes it feel special to you? Because I think we would really be surprised by their answers and how simple they probably are. Like I know with my kids, I love to bake and I think baking is like a memory thing for me. Like my mom used to bake a lot and I loved watching her do it. And so I love now doing it as well and it's it's also therapeutic i think for me mm-hmm. so doing it with my children usually ends up being not therapeutic at all and like i get a little stressed out by it but for me it's like oh i want to bake around the holidays let's make these molasses cookies or whatever i've never made molasses cookies i'm just using that as an example but <laughs> it's like something a little bit complex and mm-hmm. then if you try to bring your kids in on that and they're spilling stuff and it's just crazy It's going to end up not being fun. Mm -hmm. It's going to be something that stresses you out and maybe your children won't enjoy it. I know if I asked my kids, they would be more than happy with a box of Pillsbury sugar cookies with the little Christmas tree Mm -hmm. printed on them that we just stick on the cookie sheet. So I think getting input from our kids is so important to remember because that's a special memory to them. Like just, you know, something you get at the store for three bucks and you bake those cookies
1: Mm -hmm. i think that's a really good point and that's actually something that i'm going to try to do um this year with my kids is because baking is is therapeutic and like very um nostalgic for me as well um but watching them decorate these cookies that I made from scratch and then, you know, making the icing and then watching them just dump like an entire container of sprinkles on it. It's yes. just like eh, it that makes me twitch a little bit. So this year what I'm going to try to do, I've decided, I don't know if I'm going to actually do it, but it's my plan to I bought um, some sugar cookie, pre-made sugar cookie dough from from Aldi. And there we're going to put, you know, put the shapes on it I'm going to get some frosting from the can Mm -hmm. from the store and I'm going to be like it's all you have fun with that and then mommy is going to make some nice uh, roll-out sugar cookie dough and try my hand at like, Royal Icing this year and like, making some really pretty cookies. But I'm going to do that at a time oh, where they're yeah. not involved with me <laughs> so that I can have my, you yes. know, my holiday special time during the holidays and then they can have their special time. And it's not trying to mix the two because usually one is chaos and one is not.
0: Yes, and see, that's where, like, our unrealistic expectations that our kids aren't going to, like, drop the sugar cookie dough, or they're not going to dump the whole bottle of sprinkles on one cookie, like, that's where those expectations are, you know, evened out, when we separate the two. Yeah. I think that's so good.
1: And then you have, like, a batch, like, you can tell, like, I wouldn't take a cookie from that pile, because, like, Nora dropped it on the floor and was, like, picking her nose when she was making it. You can have a batch from these that I made, but, I mean, I think that's part of, like, why... Cookie making is stressful for me because they're just they're just kids. And if we just let them have fun with it and then know that we're not feeding it to other people, then um yeah, then we can give them a little bit more freedom.
0: Yes. Well, I know for me too, um, like a holiday that didn't go the way I envisioned. I just know this past Thanksgiving for (laughs) me was not at all what I anticipated. Like I was so excited for this holiday because we were going to have our very first Friendsgiving with Leah Mm -hmm. and her family. And we've never hosted before, so I was super pumped to be able to do that. And things just started unraveling very quickly because we were exposed to someone who was sick and we had to quarantine ourselves and just be careful. And so we couldn't have our Friendsgiving together. And I just know that was like the first thing But then other things just started piling on when our turkey that had been thawing for days was not thawed on Thanksgiving
1: morning. That was my bad.
0: It was totally not not (laughs) Leah's fault at all, but like, big bird, it takes a long time. And we were trying to thaw our Thanksgiving turkey in the bathtub, (laughs) Um, so our turkey was taking a bath, and then when we finally get it prepped and ready to go, get it in the oven, we just hear this tss and like this sizzling sound. And we look and the foil pan that we put the turkey in had a hole in it. And it was just leaking broth all over the bottom no. of like our super hot oven. So I had to take the turkey out, try to scrub the oven while Matt ran off to Meyer on Thanksgiving Day to try to find another pan. For us to cook this bird and at this point me and Matt were just getting so stressed out like we just looked at each other and we're like why are we even doing this like why are we doing this um so I think for that specific holiday like I had these expectations things just naturally went wrong like things often do and I had this moment where I had to make a choice. Like I either was going to let it ruin the whole entire day or I was going to just like, let go, release control of what I couldn't control and realize that, yep, expectations will fall short. Um, my holiday, my Thanksgiving, whatever, doesn't have to look like this girl on Instagram or mm-hmm. that table on Pinterest. It can look like what it was going to look like, right. you know, and, and I can still be grateful for it. And I think what um, really like hit home for me was this quote that I read um, from Risen Motherhood. And this was by Katie Blackburn. And I think I read this literally on Thanksgiving Day. But it said, while striving to make this season special and full of meaningful family traditions, let's remind ourselves of this truth. It has never been a mother's job to make childhood so magical that our children don't see their great need for Jesus, too. Our children do not need a perfect holiday. They need a perfect Savior. Every unmet expectation, every holiday frustration, every tear or argument is a chance to show our children the reason we needed our hearts to be rescued. They are opportunities to truly show our children the only place we will find that rescue, in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. That's so good. Yes. I think I teared up reading that just because I was striving to make the day you know special like I turned on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because like that's what you do on Thanksgiving I have memories doing that but honestly I was so let down by the quality of that was just not what I was expecting it to be Mm -hmm. and then you know I want to make this big turkey show my kids because it's cool I guess or I thought it was and they could care less like they would have been happy to eat spaghetti (laughs) or pizza that day and I should have just done that Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah I think that's a good reminder that we don't necessarily have to be striving for that like cookie cutter picture perfect holiday and if we keep striving for that then we're probably going to be disappointed Um, and I think being able to teach our kids that it's not about the things that we're doing it's it's more about who we're with and like what's special to our individual family I think that's really important I do too uh,
0: also I oh, touched on this already but where do you think the pressure and expectations we feel
1: come from I definitely think social media plays a huge role in it and then I also think even our own family's traditions Mm -hmm. you know trying to do the same things that our mothers used to do or just like if we're married into a family and they have very specific traditions i think that can add pressure to it too
0: yeah i know i think recreating what we remember or what we've seen done Mm -hmm. and also just like buying into the idea that the holidays should look a certain way Mm -hmm. when in reality it can be whatever way is right for your family and I think it's important that it is that way because if you're doing it in a way that someone's just saying like this is how you should do it then Mm -hmm. you're probably unhappy and feeling super stressed out I mean I I just recently saw this it wasn't a meme but like something circulating Instagram and Facebook that said only two more mental breakdowns, guys, before Christmas. And, like, everyone was laughing about it. And I'm not calling anyone out. Like, if you feel this way, I actually i am sorry. Because I don't think any of us should be having mental breakdowns before we're celebrating the holidays. And if you are, then I think it is important to stop and think about why. Like, mm-hmm. what is stressing you out so much at the holiday time that you're feeling that overwhelmed and, and don't let yourself stay in that place because Mm -hmm. really like the holidays more than anything are about, well, first of all, Jesus, like Christmas is about remembering God's greatest gift to us, which was Jesus coming down as a baby and, and saving us. But also it's about who we get to be surrounded by Mm -hmm. at that time of year, who we get to remember and reflect with who we get to spend time with. So if you're having, you know, mental breakdowns, like that's not what this season is supposed to be about.
1: Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest things for me preparing in this Advent season is like doing just like a big heart check to like see, you know, where my heart is as we get closer to the holidays. I feel like, you know, that's something that all families struggle with, especially newly married families when you're trying to make the holidays look exactly how they looked before you were a family unit like this new family unit and then when you add kids in the mix like I remember the first couple years that I was married and had kids like just running around and it was stressful and just it was not fun to have the holidays because we were trying to make it look exactly how it looked before we were, were a family like and trying to please everybody and I I finally had to be like, no, this this is about our like immediate family and we can make the holidays special and meaningful and memorable with our other family. But what's important is like our our one family unit. And if if I'm stressed out and the kids are overtired, that's not an enjoyable memorable holiday that's yeah. leading into, like, mental break. Like, it's just not mm-hmm. not the right space. So I think that kind of helped prepare me to just shape my thinking in terms of holidays. Like, now that we have a blended family, holidays look really, really different than they did before. So trying to figure out, you know, what day can we celebrate this holiday because we're not going to have them, you know, maybe on the day of the holiday. And you really... I really have to like check my heart and see where I'm at because I do have that tendency to want to be with my kids, be with my family on Christmas or on Thanksgiving, but that's not the case anymore. And to just kind of shift my mind to that place of like, it doesn't necessarily have to be the day. The day is really important, but it's about the memories that we're making it's about the people that we're with um but it's a huge like heart check to going into the season that I have to do for myself
0: yeah I can relate to like it doesn't have to be the day because with a husband who was in the military for 10 years and now is a firefighter and he's got these shifts that he works um A lot of times, like, he's gone for the special days. He's gone for birthdays, and he's gone for holidays. And even this year, he's not going to be home on Christmas Day. And that's really sad because I love Christmas. I love that anticipation, like, the kids waking up that morning and all of that. But I just have to be okay with that it's not the day. um, But we're still going to celebrate as a family when we can, even though it's not on December 25th. And that's perfectly okay, because that's just the way our family has to do it this year. And I think it's important to be able to adjust our expectations. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're talking about today. And be okay with our holidays and the season looking the way that's right for our family. And actually, like you were talking about Advent, Leah, and I just read the most challenging post from another podcast that I absolutely love. They're called Coffee and Crumbs. You can find them on Instagram, too, which is where I saw this post. But she was talking about the Advent season and how, like, it's become this, like, almost a fad, you Mm -hmm. know, like, to talk about Advent. And I don't know if any of you mamas have, like, been on Instagram and you see these moms that have these extravagant Advent calendars they've created for, like, every day of December that they're gifting their children (laughs) crazy, like a present every single day. And if you do that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's what brings you joy, that's totally fine. But what she was talking about in this post was how we've lost the whole idea of Advent, which is waiting, waiting Mm. in anticipation for when Jesus came into the world. Um, If you, I mean, I don't know if you know, but in the Bible, Jesus's coming was prophesied in Isaiah and the children of Israel literally waited hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years for this promised Messiah, this baby that was going to be their savior. And in those hundreds and hundreds of years, they literally had to wait. They had to hope. They had to anticipate this promise being fulfilled. And so Advent is supposed to be a picture of that. And we've almost turned it into this thing where we're not waiting. We're not waiting in anticipation. We're every single day, like, giving ourselves, like, some sort of satisfaction. Like, we're doing, we're being busy, we're adding things to our plate. And there's, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's really easy to lose sight of what the season is about when we set our expectations so high when we're unwilling to slow down to have moments to be still have moments where we're thinking and reflecting on what Christmas is about. So Uh that was just so challenging to me because I know that I can let myself get wrapped up in the season and doing and being, but it is really important to just slow down at times. So go check out that, that post that was coffee and crumbs.
1: That is so, so good. Yes. I, yeah, it's super easy to lose sight of what Advent means. And our kids don't know what Advent means. So Advent is going to mean what we teach them. And I, and it's exactly like you said, like, do, we're, and that anticipation for Christmas. Not that you can't have fun doing Advent things Mm -hmm. with calendars or whatever, I don't know, um, but just that simple act of having Advent be about the anticipation and about waiting for Christmas Day, and then having Christmas Day be that that gift that they've been waiting for—that's a really good reminder. And I think,
0: yeah, yeah, it was super challenging. Yeah, to me.
1: definitely. I was actually this year. Every year I do this to myself. I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, I really want to find a good Advent to do with the kids. That you know is, is, um, faith-based and not, you know, super commercialized. And I want to do this with them. And then I start researching all the different Advent things you can do. And then I look at the price of it and I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to spend like $75 on a really cool Advent thing. So the past two years I've done what I've wanted. Um, I've done the paper chains and you know what, that's exactly what my kids ask for. Mm -hmm. They don't ask for like, Hey, can we get that? Like, lego fisher price or whatever advent thing that you get a little lego every day they ask to do the paper chains and that's so simple and basically they get to they're excited about taking a chain off every day they're anticipating until they get to get to that very last chain and they know what that means and i think you know it's really easy to to want to make advent be this big fancy thing but really advent is like you said just super simple and it's just about the anticipation
0: Yes. And whatever is meaningful to your family and gets your family focused on loving each other, Mm -hmm. loving others and and looking to to Jesus and what Christmas means to us as believers. So I think however you can do that and that be a good fit for your family is Mm -hmm. important. But yeah, just never to lose sight of the real reason. Yeah, I think is what was so challenging to Mm me. So. Leah, how do you think we can have a good, not perfect holiday season?
1: Failed expectations in all. I think like you just said, remembering the reason that we are celebrating the holiday. And when you just look at it, that that simplifies it because it's about Jesus. And if we just make it about Jesus, then our expectations are gonna be, not that they're not gonna be high, but when we're just focused on the real meaning, the true meaning of what the holiday means, I think that puts everything else into perspective. And I think, you know, like we talked about Asking your family, what's important to you? What do you, what, what, what are you going to remember? What, what makes you happy? What brings you joy that we can do as a family? And maybe it's, you know, eating pizza and I don't know, playing Yahtzee on Christmas Day and just shifting your expectations to what is meaningful to your family um, and then remembering what Christmas is all about. And I think we really have a responsibility to our kids to be teaching them what advent what the holiday means because they are bogged down just like we are with the expectation of christmas and i think that's can be a slippery slope sometimes with kids because of all the things that they hear about santa and elves and whatever not that i don't think that you can have fun with that but like teaching them that it's about more than just that but still having a little magic in it because the holidays are special Mm. um That's how I think we can have a good, memorable holiday with our families.
0: That's so good. For me, I think about um, just, I think we need to learn to laugh about things that don't go the way we anticipate (laughs) with our holiday seasons. I have so many memories of very just silly things that like did not go the way that they were supposed to. But it just makes the holiday and those memories even more special because I can laugh about Mm -hmm. them. Um, and then knowing that me and my family are writing our own story for our holiday and the way we celebrate and do our special things like it's just our story that we get to share as a family and um, I can focus on that and then like Leah said just remembering the real reason we celebrate Jesus and the hope and the joy and the peace that he really does bring us and I think We all need a little bit more of that in our lives, especially with the way the world is these days. Like We just always need to be refocusing back on those things. Um, And then my last thing is just to stop trying to keep up with others and don't keep trying to curate an image of perfection. I see this so much with people, even people that I love. Um, It looks like they're trying so hard to maintain I don't know, this appearance. And honestly, sometimes it just seems really exhausting. So if you're driving and you're trying to put out the best facade or whatever, just let go of that and realize that it doesn't have to be that way. Christmas is about the people that you're with and you love and about the
1: hope that Jesus can bring us. I think that's really important what you said about the people you're with you know 2020 was a a weird year for holidays because of the virus and you know some people chose and were not able to meet with their family and I think if you look back on you know even your childhood memories of like holidays you're not necessarily remembering what did I eat what did, what did the table look like? Like, what did the okay. decorations look like? You remembering who you spent your time with. Mm-hmm. And like last year, you know, prepping for Christmas and it was Christmas Eve and I was sitting um, by my tree. Like all the presents were wrapped. Everything was done. All the cookies were made. And I was just still sitting there thinking like something is missing from christmas and i don't like did i forget to do something did i forget to make something who didn't i buy a gift for like something is really missing and then it hit me like i had lost my mom back in november of last year and the thing that was missing for me was my mom like it wasn't a task or a tradition that i hadn't done it was a person who i was missing so i think remembering like it is about our families and about the people that we love that's important not trying to you know create this image or do something specific it's about who we're surrounded with that matters
0: yes so savor those moments with the people that you love because we really we're never promised tomorrow we we don't know when is the last time like we're going to hug that person or kiss that person or or be with them so soak it up as much as you can and let go of all of those expectations and anything that you feel like isn't going right and just be in the moment Mm -hmm. i mean we can get so busy and distracted by all the extra but really all that matters is is those people that we love that we're with So, when we lay aside the desire to constantly keep up, when we stop trying to manufacture what others' expectations are, and when we fight the urge to compare our family and our season of celebrating with someone else's, and when we fix our eyes up on a good God whose expectations of us are only seen through Jesus, I can guarantee you it will completely change your holiday season. So ladies, I hope this was encouraging for you today. I hope you took something out of it that you can take into your holiday season this year. Also, don't forget to be on the lookout for our holiday special video that we'll be doing where Leah and I will be sitting down and answering any questions that you guys have. So if you'd like to be a part of asking us some juicy and good questions, you can hop onto our Instagram and leave us a message with a question. Or even on Facebook, you can comment or private message us so that we can get to answering your questions. And that special video will be up on December
1: 21st. 21st. And if you don't send any questions in then Faith and I are just going to sing and dance and you don't want to see that. Yes. Well maybe you do. In our ugly Christmas (laughs) sweaters. So guys. Yeah. So send your questions questions
0: in. Alright ladies. Until next time. Bye. Okay, mamas, thank you for spending a little bit of your time with us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be notified every time we make a new
1: upload. We want to spark a little joy in your earbuds and in your carpool line. Also, if you're looking for more ways to connect with Life and Bloom Co., you can find us on Instagram at the Life and Bloom Co., and also on Facebook at the same name. Until next time.